0: Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online built a multi-six-figure business in under two years, and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I am your host, Ellie, and I'm very excited to be sharing with you some Barbie marketing strategies that you can steal for your next launch. So I'm mindful that this is an episode might bring in people who are perhaps newer to the podcast. So I wanted to start by speaking to the fact that you know, as somebody who is an online business coach, I am looking at this through the lens of my clients who are coaches, creatives, and consultants. So if you are here, you are interested in personal brand, you perhaps have your own personal brand. If you're not, keep listening because it's going to be fun anyway. But this is specifically relevant for you if you are a coach, creative, or consultant that has a personal brand. And especially if you're somebody who does anything related to launches or Perhaps online launches as well. So, prior to starting this business, I worked in marketing agency for 10 years. And so, when it comes to any kind of new world phenomenon or anything that's got a really epic marketing brand or there's buzz and excitement, my agency ears prick up and I get very, very excited to see what people are doing and the strategies that they're employing. And I can honestly tell you that I have not been as excited about a launch of a campaign as I have been for the Barbie campaign. I have loved following this process so, so much watching what they're doing. I think it's some of the best marketing work the world has ever seen truly. And I'm sure, you know, you being a fellow human here on planet earth right now, (laughs) who know exactly what I mean when I say that. Obviously they have just been absolutely everywhere. This movie has been everywhere. Margot Robbie's been everywhere. Ryan Gosling's been everywhere. The memes have been everywhere. Pink Fever has been everywhere. And so I wanted to dissect three things that we can take and learn from the Barbie marketing that's relevant for us as coaches, creatives, and consultants. So is relevant for us as business owners who have a personal brand. Okay. So I'm going to dive straight on in to the three things. So the first is that they absolutely nailed the pre-sell. When we talk about launching anything online, you know, if you've been here a long time that I talk a whole lot about the pre-sell. And so they absolutely, the marketers of this movie absolutely nailed that pre-sell. We have seen this movie everywhere for a long time for, I don't know exactly specifically how long, but I would say it's been around the last year that we've started seeing all of the information roll out around everything related to Barbie. It has been absolutely everywhere. Now I'm of course not saying that you need to be everywhere a year before you're selling your thing online, but ultimately what we get to see from that is just how much they focused on sharing, showing up without yet selling the thing. It's been all about creating an energy of fun. It's been about teasing what's coming in a really fun way for a really long time. So that's the other piece there is it's been barely about selling. And so much of this movie has been about the energy of having fun. There has been the most insane omnipresence of everything Barbie. In fact, people have actually been asking the question of whether what we're experiencing is oversaturation of Barbie. But in my opinion, we've seen here that that is simply not possible we have people going and watching the Barbie movie who might never go and watch a Barbie movie. So, the lesson that you really get to take there is that you really can't be too present. Yes, you can share too much sales content or uh, you can share too much about your offer that is coming, but in the example of this movie, you can't be too present in the pre-sell. You can't be too present in showing up, sharing an energy giving value. That is in fact where you want Want to be your most omnipresent. So, really, what Barbie did so incredibly well in the pre-sale is that they focused on all the touch points that made sense to their ideal client. Now, for us as coaches, creatives, consultants, we of course don't have these budgets, obviously that's the most obvious thing I've said, (laughs) but knowing that people need more touch points to buy is really the lesson that we want to focus on here. So I encourage you to think about how can you take the inspiration from this movie to enhance your pre-sell? Perhaps it's that you want to focus more on what the energy of your pre-sell is. Perhaps it's that, you know, you want to focus on being more omnipresent and that might look like, more touch points to be able to do that. We know, and again, if you're somebody who listens to the podcast a whole lot, you've heard me say this so much lately that more than ever, people need more touch points than ever before to buy. And so the Barbie movie did that so, so well. They created so many touch points where, you know, it was through obviously different mediums, different marketing mediums, through different partnerships, through different relationships. There were so many touch points and opportunities for you to be. Very, very aware of Barbie the Movie, which obviously enhanced your desire to go and purchase, which in this case was to go and see the movie. Okay, so the second thing that we can really take from this movie is related to their content. So the content was super fresh and really hit their target audience. In a report from DigiDay, two thirds of millennials and Gen Zers said that Barbie's memes were amongst the main reason why they watched the Barbie movie. Isn't that just the most insane thing? So what we know from that, what that information tells us is that Gen Zers and millennials are purchasing from memes. They're purchasing through memes. So if you are somebody who is marketing to millennials and Gen Zers are you marketing using memes at all? If not, then maybe it should become something that is actually part of your strategy. The lesson in this piece is, you know, really to create more fun, engaging content that people want to be super entertained by. So I'd encourage you to play with ideas like, you know, are you sharing behind the scenes? Are you sharing content that's fun? Are you sharing content that's silly or entertaining or funny. In addition to, of course, sharing content that is insanely valuable to your ideal client. So people want to be entertained. And I kept saying to Che, my husband, the whole way through this process, we're really, really seeing the extent of how much people just really want joy. After the heaviness of COVID, after a really big few years for so many people, we're just seeing how much joy people quite literally want Barbie sparkled, you know, all over their lives. And so I'd really encourage you to consider again, what that looks like for you, what that joy, that fun, that entertainment factor, it might be memes, it might not be memes, but what that means for you and your content? How can you create content that's going to really engage people in a way that encourages them to purchase? Because the fact that the Barbie ideal client or a ideal client, a persona that they were targeting quite literally said that they watched the movie because of those memes is amazing. So if you think about the content that you're sharing, what type of content is the content that's going to encourage your people to purchase from you? All right. So the third lesson that we can take is Barbie marketers used influencer marketing like I have never, ever seen before. And if you followed the marketing at all, I can picture you nodding your head along with me right now, right? We had collaborations and partnerships, absolutely everywhere. Gap, Pinkberry, Prada, Crocs, Grilled. I had a client tell me that she went to Grilled to go and purchase the Barbie burger and it was sold out. It was completely sold out, which is just absolutely insane. Like there was that sense of Barbie mania that Barbie marketers created. So I'm not saying that you need to go and create these influencer partnerships because a lot of the time, influencer partnerships require budget that perhaps we don't have. That said, you can, of course, create mutually beneficial relationships with other people who have profile and presence. And so my recommendation is always to consider who is somebody that you can partner with or who is a brand or what is a brand that you can partner with who has a similar or the same ideal client to you, but is a non-competing brand. So for example, if you're a copywriter and Can you partner with a graphic designer that has really great profile that also shares the ideal client that you have Can you partner with them to do a podcast? Can you partner with them to do an Instagram live? Can you partner with them as an affiliate and promote one another's programs? What are the opportunities that you can create through cross-collaboration through your relationships? Something that I talk about a whole lot with clients is that it's simply not enough for us to be promoting through our own platforms, our own channels. We need to be considering the ways in which we can partner with other people's profiles, presences, communities, because if we can market to communities outside of our own, we're going to increase our reach. We're going to experience that omnipresence that I was speaking about previously. That's going to be a really great opportunity for us to be able to share more of ourselves with our ideal clients. So, that's the the third key piece that I really wanted to share there. And the other side note around this as well, which is just as important as everything I've shared here is that the Barbie marketing was very inclusive in everything that was being done. There was obviously incredible inclusivity from a gender racial cultural perspective but also it was very inclusive again in the the energy that was being conveyed it was a real everyone can use these memes everyone is a barbie anyone can be a barbie anyone gets to go and watch the movie anyone can wear pink there was this real sense of inclusivity And that's a really interesting piece to play with here as well is just asking yourself that question of, is your brand as inclusive as you want it to be? Is it inclusive through the lens of encouraging all types of humans to be able to enter your world? Is it inclusive from the perspective of being open enough to know that you have offers that serve people at different income levels. And of course, every brand is going to be different here. So you might be a very premium high-end luxury brand that only works with a certain type of ideal client. That's absolutely okay as well. But my point here is that I'd encourage you to consider where you want your brand to sit in terms of that inclusivity piece. The way I look at it is there's really two Two parts of this. So the first is inclusivity through a race and gender lens, which I would really implore and encourage everybody to consider being more aware of, being more educated on, being more considered in your marketing so that you are not being exclusive of anybody of a particular race or gender. And the second consideration is around financial inclusivity and your offer suite. So, do you have offers that are both low ticket and high ticket? This is going to be relevant for some of you, but not all of you. You know, many people do have brands that are, for example, just focused on the higher ticket luxury market or just focused on a very specific subset of the market and that is of course totally okay but it's more just asking yourself that question because a lot of the time we're running our business on autopilot and we haven't actually made those considerations or or had those thoughts about you know whether we are living within our values or whether we are being financially inclusive in the ways that we want to so Just some things to consider, again, having watched the Barbie movie and some of the key takeaways for me. So biggest things as a takeaway, as a summary for you, if you're a coach, creative or consultant launching in any way, launching any offers is to remember the pre-sell is so key to consider whether your content is content that is going to incentivize people to purchase from you and to look at ways in which you can use influencer marketing or cross-collaboration to really uh, leverage and grow your brand across other platforms. If you are launching anytime soon, then I would really encourage you to come and join me for my latest incredible audio program, The Launch Files, which is behind the scenes of a first-time digital product launch generating 145,000. It's a six-part audio series. I take you through every component of how I launched my most recent offer, the mastermind model, from when the first seed of the idea landed, structuring the program through to the full pre-launch messaging and the strategy behind Card Open. I share the numbers, what worked, what didn't, the emails, the messaging, the process All of it. It was such an incredible offer to create, and of course, it is one that is a lower cost behind-the-scenes way of learning from me that is different to anything I've ever created. So, I would encourage you to come on over and access it now. You can access it immediately. The whole program is ready and available for you right now. All you need to do is jump on over to ellieswift.com forward slash the launch files. I can't wait to share it with you. Have the most amazing day. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I've loved sharing this with you and I'll be back with you next week.